So for all of you out there that have been wondering what it's like when board shenanigans is not edited, this week you get to find out exactly what my job on the podcast is in what we like to refer to as a live nudes episode. A live nudes episode, other than the aforementioned non-editing, is also differentiated with the fact that it is very close to the time it was recorded to the time it was released. Also, pretty much completely unplanned as far as the topic. Basic ideas aside, there is little in the way of preparation. So, sometimes that makes them really glorious, other times not so glorious. You'll be the judge on this episode. So if this is your first one, come back for maybe something you might like more or might like less i don't know i don't i don't know what you like i only know what i like and realistically i'm not sure if i know what i like all right all right wait wait no we can't start yet though we have to have an awkward pause oh okay um i set the scene last time so you have to set the scene this time all right we're gonna we're gonna since we have video for this what we're gonna do is we're gonna like look at each other and try to figure out if we knew them or not back in high school like i like strange acquaintance (laughs) of somebody we might not know Three, two, one. Hey everybody, and welcome to another week of board shenanigans. As always, I'm joined by the venerable Reverend Ryan Brewer, a man who just got out of the shower, so all imagine him soapy and wet. Yes, and I'm here with Cody James, a man who has 99 problems and a bitch is only one of them. <laughs> Oh, well, uh, as the uh, bitchless man just said, anything wonderful and or exciting happened in your world? Why? I mean, I think the most exciting thing I could possibly come up with is that E3 was just all threeing its E's all over the face. E3 is threeing its E's all over the place. My stars! (laughs) Word to your mother! (laughs) Heavens to Murgatroy! (laughs) Um... Shut up, nigga! <laughs> I figured we were mixing levels here. Because <laughs> that is definitely one of my favorites ever. Now, shh, quiet down there, you goddamn spick. That's like one of my absolute favorites. Like, let's just fucking mix them up so bad. Mixing curse levels? Yes, yes, I do enjoy the mixing of curse levels. I- they, they, it is one of the, the more greatest things about the, the English language, yes. Is that we have I so agree. many ways to curse at so many different levels. And right. if this wasn't a live news episode, and this was a planned topic, I would totally send you uh, an XKCD about this very topic of mixing swear words, curse levels. But, but I don't have is, that pulled up, so... And since this is board shenanigans, and this is not planned at all, so let's just keep that theme alive. So, anyway, E3, was there anything that might have caught your attention? Maybe just little scrumpets that just really, really intrigued you? I mean, I know there probably wasn't any thing, but yeah. anything you think of off the top of your head? Well, I mean, obviously there was nothing, you know, from Valve there, um, uh, yeah. because, you know, threes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know. Uh, well, f- first thing that was announced, I guess let's just go in that order, you know, there was the Doom remake. I'm sure we're all excited about that, right? Doom remake. Yeah, I mean, that could be cool. I mean, it'd be kind of nice for that to get an update. And it's been a long time, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
you know, I, I think didn't they announce like the new new what was it Far Cry? They announced that I think that was that was something. Yeah, yeah, I know the Far Cries are pretty popular. Yeah, everybody I'm... seems to, everybody seems to really be behind be behind those. Yeah, um, Nintendo did something right. Oh, Minecraft in 3D, like you know, with like the you know whoever's augmented reality thing that that was announced, right? No, yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah that, that's which I'm kind of cool. Which I'm definitely waiting to see like the slug because that, that's that's a technology I've been following for a long time. The uh, augmented reality. But you know, uh, I believe I believe that there is a day a new Deus Ex game, and I've heard a lot of good things about them, having never played one of them. But I've heard a lot of good about them. Yeah, yeah. There's another one of those, another Deus Ex. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. Well, there was a uh, Fallout Four announced. Oh yeah, and that looks fucking awesome. I must say, the trailer looks badass. Yeah, I don't know. Did did you? Did it, I sent you the uh, a while back the E three thing about Fallout Four. Did you see that? That's the one I'm talking ah, about. Ah, okay. I wasn't sure if you talked about the cinematic one, which I think they mixed in there, or, or the the full on. Here's all the shits. Now I watch the one that's here's all the shits, which looks really really fucking cool. Yeah. So it it it's definitely interesting. I'm sure most of our listeners out here have seen it, so I don't I don't feel we need to go too in depth on it. But more, I guess, what we we seem to find it intriguing. And if they haven't, eh, I'm sure they can look it up. They're they're smart, intelligent people, right? Right. I do I I do like the uh, thing where uh, they're doing the Fallout Four Pip Boy edition, and I saw that that is selling the ever loving fuck out. Like everybody's cra- going crazy because of that. Yeah, which you know the one thing I haven't actually got the the straight answer on. I'm not going to get it no matter what, anyways, but. But so do like the, the knobs and dials actually like connect to your phone? So can you use the knobs and dials, or or is it only touchscreen? Uh, I think it's only a touchscreen thing, but I honestly don't know. Because I saw them flipping the knobs and dials on it, and I I hope you can have analog inputs into your smartphone because that'd be amazing. That would be really neat. But you know, that that's that's neither here nor there. Um. Yeah, the other thing that, you know, so, so I guess there's a couple really important things in it. One, you know, we, it's, it's gonna be take place, you know, over, over in the Commonwealth. It's good. And, uh, so we're gonna get to see the Institute, which is MIT, but evil, I believe. Right, uh, yeah. So MIT. So. Um, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Not too, not too far from the truth there. And, which to me means that if you, if all of you remember, spoiler alerts from Fallout 3, the Institute was hunting down androids in Fallout 3, which are apparently a thing. Mm-hmm. Which to me, what that means is Fallout 4 Four, or as I like to call it, like, you know, do, do androids dream of Fallout 4, I guess. Right, yeah, that's actually, I'm really curious what they're going to do with that, because there's got to be some cool, you know, sentient uh, android duality shit, because, I mean, it's Bethesda, so there's got to be that kind of shit going yeah, on. Yeah, and I'm going to go as far as saying that's going to be the primary focus of the game. That and the concept that you also noticed how oh look in the trailer it starts out as the uh, as in the olden days which is also still our future but you know like twenty seventy seven I think yeah something like that um so you actually start right before the bombs happen and then the same guy emerges from the vault two hundred years later so you get a, you get to play a guy from the old world in the apocalypse now that intrigues me a lot for for many many reasons so I'm I'm hoping there's gonna be a lot of you running around like like schooling people on like hey bitches like this is how it was now what I'm what I'm what I'm wondering though is because how is there actually gonna be a vehicle thing going on though I mean I know you kind of saw a little bit of it but do you think it's actually gonna go full fledged Mad Max and you can do vehicles that's because that that still I haven't seen a straight answer on yet yeah I don't know I I mean. 
to me, it looks like at least at selected points in time, you're going to be able to get like, you know, your vertebrate helicopter thingy. I'm betting. And then jetpacks are apparently also a thing now with power armor. Yeah, which that looks awesome. And so I, I, know, I don't know. I know, there's but, a weapon, I know there's a weapon customization system, which I'm pretty excited about. Weapon cu- customization. Awesome. I think you're underselling the term by calling it weapon customization system. Weapon yeah, customization yeah. system is like, oh, hey, let me slap a scope on this, on this, you know, rifle I found. Oh, let me change the ammo I'm using in it. You know, can it be black? No, 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 Cody. Weapons customization. Weapons customization is for children. This is like a full-on crafting system. Like, it sounds like the way you described it, there are more weapons you can make than you can actually find in-game. And that, that looks awesome. That's That really intrigues me. <laughs> yeah, and, and apparently you can also do this with your power armor if you decide, which interests me. It almost looks like... I, I'm very confused about this this power armor thing, the way they're doing it. For all I can tell from now... But, you know, isn't that basically the thing is, I'm curious, is power armor going to be, because you see him, like, the power armor sitting there and the guy getting inside of it, like, climbing in it kind of mech suit style, which presumably that's how you were always getting into him. But but the fact that it's in-world and you get into it, is it going to be like, I'm hoping they're not going to go with, like, having the power armor in set locations and, like, hey, I get to use it for this area, and now I can't use it anymore. I hope they don't, I hope they're not going that route. And I'm also hoping, like, so, for, for lack of a better way to put it, can you carry around your power armor in your backpack? And, like, hey, I don't want to wear my power armor now, now I want to Use, wear the clothes that I use when I barter because they increase my barter skills. Or I'm curious how that's going to work. Is is the power armor is the power armor almost going to be treated like a vehicle? Do you think where it's going to be? I, I'm not sure. I mean, I think it's almost going to be an armor system. I mean, the way that I, the way that it looks to me, and the way that I'm just assuming is that it's gonna it's actually going to be an armor system, kind of like it was in all the past ones. You think? Yeah, yeah, I really believe that. I mean, I know they mentioned that at least the other armor is all modular in design, where you can just like, hey, I'm going to th- add some extra pieces here or you know i guess kind of like old morrowind where like hey it's my shoulder piece and my legs and my my gloves and my boots and my pants I, I, which that's what i'm really hoping for because i want to make hodgepodge armor well and i also like all the uh obvious obvious mad max call outs that they did with like the armor and dog and then walking with the shotgun and all the promotional stuff that that was funny to me i'm yeah yeah which they've been doing for years now i guess but yeah because mad I, i'm betting there's a, a chance for a lot more mad max references because mad max just came out yeah, i'm sure there will be i'm actually amazed there's not a crossover thing i mean it just seems like that would do it that would write itself you know what i mean i re- i remember in the first one there was a part where they mentioned like where you find your dog in the first fallout it's like oh hey and then his master died and it's, it's supposed to be the dog from from mad max right but i mean you think they do like a promotional crossover or something like you know fa- you know mad max on dvd fallout 4 get it for you know you'd think they get or pre-order and get the mad max collector's edition yeah, something. I don't know. Yeah, or something, yeah. Which, I guess the other thing is, so not only can you customize your guns and your armor, Cody, you actually get to customize the world. I'm sure you noticed that big thing, right? Yeah, that was pretty goddamn Where you awesome. can literally salvage everything in the world and break it down into its composite things and then build new buildings and, like, create power systems and, like, set up... a you know, shops and water and farming and which that's all based on, interestingly enough, there was a mod back for, for Fallout 3 in New Vegas called, uh, it was Real Time Settler. And that was basically the idea was you would go out and like, hey, I need metal. So you go find these old cars and you go take metal from them and like, hey, I need, you know, this and that. 
and you would set up and you would build yourself a, a camp that would later turn into a town that would then, you know, caravans would stop there and you could trade and you make money and people move in and, and, st- and all that glorious, glorious things. Well, it looks like they completely ripped off the modding community or gave them legitimacy, one of the two, and put it into this <laughs> game. A lot like they did in New Vegas when someone in Fallout 3 was like, you know, it'd be cool making your own bullets because, come on, are you just going to find bullets, you know, 200 years after? Oh, God. Oh, no. Ah! Ah! Oh, sorry. There was a, I, there was an earthquake, apparently. I accidentally flipped over my webcam and Brewer got confused. <laughs> sorry. I, I thought I was falling to my death. It was weird. All of a sudden, the ceiling's above me. It's like up is down, black is white. <laughs> oh, anywho. Um, yes, but someone thought, you know, wouldn't it be cool to be able to make your own bullets? Because, you know, finding 200-year-old bullets, I mean, Cody, would, would you want to put 200-year-old bullets through your gun? Granted, your gun's also 200 years old. So they thought, <laughs> let's let's make this in- overly intricate reloading system. Some guy was like, I've been reloading for 35 years, and I went out in the range and did these test measurements and this, and came up with this super, super, like, overly intricate reloading system, which they did a very simple version of in, in New Vegas. I, th- I think it's really cool that they do th- that they do that kind of stuff. Where instead of like, oh no no, don't you dare mod our game. It's like, oh hey, what does the community want? Okay, let's take things and make it actually work. Because honestly, SimCity in the in the dystopian wasteland is an awesome idea to me. Yeah, which I really wanted to do the real time settler mod, other than the fact that it was just super buggy because it was just a lot to ask for a game engine to do. Right. That wasn't meant to do it, but now right. it looks like it is. And that's awesome. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're trying to make mods even easier to work now. So anyone can mod it and make it easier and make it integrate better. So that's going to be like the biggest thing is I almost I almost don't know if I want to play it when it first releases. I almost might want to wait like, I don't know, three, four months for like the community to get going and like see what kind of stuff they make. Right. Yeah, that actually that might be a smarter call. I just it looks uh, definitely one of those where it's like I feel the same way seeing the trailer to this that I felt whenever like the Skyrim trailer hit, and I'm like, holy shit, this is the best thing ever. I feel that same way. Like, yeah, yeah it, it it looks just so intricate, and it's like I said, so much of like, man, you know, how, I'm already thinking like, how am I gonna play this? What's gonna like, what's gonna be like my character idea? And I know I'm gonna, <laughs> I know exactly, you know, I don't want to give any spoilers on my own self, but if I get to play a guy from the old world roaming around in the apartment, Apocalypse. I think I know how I'm going to do this. Um, <laughs> I'm going to have to make sure I specialize only in revolvers. Um, I'm, I'm going to have to get armor, power arm up as quick as possible, but make sure it's all hodgepodge. Um, you know, a lot of speechcraft skill, a lot of repair skill. I think I got this figured out. A lot of intelligence, I, charisma. I, I imagine that my strategy will be as it always is, where I am Dr. Baron Von Evilstaten, and I am just the most the scum of the earth, the, the hive of scum and villainy will be me. Ah, is that what your plan's going to be? Though, the only thing that, that kind of scares me that I saw in this is I'm afraid of the dumbing down of it that's going to happen as far as the system yeah. goes. Because, sure, they added all these cool, like, customization things and other things you can do or not do They added, you know, and all that kind of stuff. But one thing you astute viewer of that trailer might have noticed is there are no the skills are done differently. You don't get skill points when you level up. I don't think. You don't- I, I think the way that I was because I read another article on it. And they said they're going to do it very similar to like the Skyrim level up thing, which I don't know that I'm. 
Because, yeah, I, I really feel the skills thing is going to... Because if you looked, you got far less points to put into your, you know, your special at the beginning. Your, you know, your strength, your charisma, your intelligence, all that stuff. You got far fewer points to put into that. And then also, if you read, the, when they scroll past the intelligent one, it didn't say anything about giving you, um, experience, you know, saying how many, um, skill points you got. So, and if you look when he's doing the, um, all the, what's it called, all the customization thing, like, when he's doing, like, the laser rifle, it says, it says, you know, I, I guess over the side it says, you know, to do this requires science level two, science level one. So it's going to be some sort of, I'm betting, like, one of four system, maybe one of five system for, for all your skills that you're going to have to somehow boost through something other than allocating skill points. Right. And I don't know if I like that already. I already don't know if I like it. Like, I'm already like, what? No, I want it to, I want it to have, like, this big hardcore RPG element to it. Because, you know, I mean, obviously they... Obviously with Fallout 3, you know, actually I never played one or two, but they they super dumbed down, you know, the RPG elements there because they're like, no one's going to want to play a top-down, you know, you know, turn-based RPG. So let's do it in FPS mode, which I think was kind of a good call, you know, getting to go in first person or I guess third person if you want. But that's, that's what I'd like to see is make third person a viable option. That'd be a cool way. Maybe kind of like a Mass Effect style or Gears of War style system. I would like to see something like that added, but yeah, I don't I don't know if that's going to happen. But I don't know. That's what I'm really worried about if it's gonna just really turn into like just an open world fps or if it's still gonna keep all kind of like what happened here between you know mass effect one and two where it got super dumbed down well i imagine my, my what i'm thinking is because one of the things i was reading was it was talking about how what an inspiration grand theft auto 5 i think that's the newest one was um but it, it was a big inspiration for it as far as that immersion into the world and everything but also the kind of the vibe i got was they went a lot more sandbox with it which I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of stuck on is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? But I think at least if it immerses you in the world, and then plus with them being so adamant, like we want the modding community to come into this and to make this easy for them. What I what I what I'm almost expecting is you may get a vanilla, nothing special. I mean, good fun game. I mean, it's it's freaking Bethesda game. You know, they don't really make shitty games. But but I think you may get a you know a really solid good core. Or, but it might be kind of vanilla, and then the modding community will probably step up and be like, "Okay, well here's the hard, here's the hard one," you know, and then that's probably more what you and I would get into. Where as far as it's like, no, 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 yeah, I want, hard, want it. Yeah, I want to have to eat and sleep and drink and right. And I, I think that's a thing that'll probably happen. I, I imagine, that, and I think that's part of why they were so adamant as far as, "Hey, we want we want to make this easy for other people to come in with new ideas and innovative stuff," because some people get into that. Some people really do get into it because I mean I'll admit it I've had more fun playing Skyrim as when it, where I have all the mods on it where it's really really fucking hard it's more fun to me I mean that like level twenty eight character or whatever I am I earned it I earned it a lot because it was really difficult to get there and I think that that's more fun than playing through it the other way and I, I imagine that community will step up and you will have hardcore modes but I don't know that you're gonna get it with just vanilla or, or so, you might get there what they think is hardcore a lot like how in new vegas where they did the the hardcore setting but then someone else obviously went through and went like you know what no this is not hardcore enough we actually have to take in nutrition into account you just can't it's just not just a food meter he's like no no you need proteins and carbs and right. vitamins and you can you and, can eat and, too much and bad things happen you can you can drink too much and have things happen to you and sleep and too much other, and that's the other thing that gets me really excited about this too is because you know whenever whenever fallout came out everybody was like oh well it's just a reskinned elder scrolls game and that and that was what everybody 
he was kind of saying. And I like the fact that there's Elder Scrolls Online now, and I don't think that there's going to be another Elder Scrolls game for probably a couple years. So I think so much of their focus has to be on this game. Plus, it's been like four years since the last one came out. So I think there's been a lot of focus on this. And I think that it'll be... a. I mean, it's going to be... I mean, I'm just going to call it right now. This is going to win Game of the Year, and everybody's going to love it, and there'll be little things that piss everybody off, but I guarantee you everybody's going to like it. If you like any of the other ones, you're going to like this one. I mean, yeah, yeah. we're I mean, both going to buy it. I already know. Yeah, I'll probably like, so I'll probably still even buy it. That because I'm sure there'll be like, if you get it day one release, you'll get some sort of bonus something or something. So I'll I mean, probably already, do it. They're already running like cool ass discounts and shit if you buy it in advance. So hmm. I mean, it's kind of cool that they're. That they're actually like going out of their way to, you know, hey, you know, here's some cool, here's some cool stuff you can get. So, you know, yeah, and, and like on the lines of that, um, I recently, even just before the announcement of the Fallout Four, I just thought, you know what, I'm gonna, well, while I'm waiting for like the 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 Wasteland uh, game of the year to come out, where they because they're completely redoing it and and changing so much, I I quit playing Wasteland because I'm like, fuck, I don't want to get into this and have to restart. Right. So I'm like, well, fine, I can, which is it, you, I'm sure I brought it up when I started earlier, but. It's pretty much what Fallout. It's what. It's not pretty much. It's exactly what Fallout One was based on. So it's the game that happened. It was the first post-apocalyptic RPG. Probably the first post-apocalyptic game. Um, right. And and it was. I don't know. I, I guess missile missile command. That has kind of a yeah, apocalyptic yeah. vibe to it. Anywho. Um. <laughs> and you know I like to make up stories about like the missile guys and you know what they're doing. You're like, oh crap! All these missiles coming in. No, no, we gotta fire. No, Johnson, Johnson, get on those controls. There's one coming in. Over over Seattle, get it, you know. So I guess that's kind of if if you're really imaginative, it's also an RPG. <laughs> As you take the role of Frank, a guy, a government employee for the last fifteen years, just trying to take care of his wife and kids, and then the missiles start raining down. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be really interesting if they... Yeah, I, I know we're going on a tangent, but board shenanigans. Um, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't that actually be really interesting if someone took Missile Command and went in there and added, like, you know, like the screaming of people when the, you know, when the missiles were coming in and, like, kind of like a, a, a like an intro cinematic and, like, an, and like you know, two different ending cinematics, like a, a victory versus defeat cinematic, <laughs> where it is, like, makes it super, super personal. That would actually be well, kind of cool. I, that's actually one of my most favorite things about playing classic arcade games, like, you know, you're sitting there and you're playing Qbert, and you know you just think you're jumping square to square, but then you make up some like you know here here he is Qbert, the last the last hope for the human race, the spawn the spawn of laboratory engineering, the high you know the perfect the perfect sentient life form here to jump on what appears to be squares, but it's actually a test from an alien race to determine if we are worthy to live. You know, I just think that shit's fun when you make a big elaborate backstory. Yeah, and then you know, and some of the old ones did that. To a hilarious effect of, you know, someone set us up the bomb. Right. Yeah, that is very true. Uh, I, I, I like how that, that tangled web of somewhat coherence they've managed to weave with Mario. I mean, that's pretty, that's just pretty amazing that they've managed to make that make sense, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, cool that you're here, and like, your princess is in another castle, and, you know, Mario's just really kind of a dick. <laughs> yeah, right. Man, yeah. Like, do you even want him to get get Peach back? Probably not. <laughs> he doesn't deserve her. Yeah, you know, Bowser's probably more realistically, he's probably like, you know, some sort of, you know, government, like, wife protective 
service, you know, thing. She she's not by buying another castle, she's in a safe house, you know. That would be the funny recast is if they if they cast Bowser as the hero and he's just like trying to take he's like honestly trying to take care of his of you know, this this poor beaten, battered woman from this like serial rapist or something. Yeah. Uh, wow, like Mario gets really dark. I think there's a lot of room for all, all these old games. You know, come on. If we can turn, you know, Battleship into a movie, why can't we do this? <laughs> Which, actually, I'm, I don't know how many of y'all have listened to it or whatever, but on the last Starbomb album, they did a whole... There's a funny little skit on there with... Uh, I think it's a whole song, but it's where, you know, the, the Pac-Man ghosts are trying to escape from Pac-Man's oppressive reign. It's pretty fucking funny. Because it's like, oh, God, I just want to be free! And he's, like, all chasing him around. It's pretty... It's pretty clever mm. like so pac-man is actually the bad guy yeah <laughs> I, I, enjoy, I enjoyed that um anywho somehow i got on a tangent um weird backstories um missile command oh uh you're it, talking it, about wasteland. wasteland okay yeah anywho so so i that was a long way to go to ver- say a very simple fuck thing but what i was getting at was so i was like well since i kind of wanted to play that fuck it i'm gonna put in new vegas and like, oh, what? It's like 10 bucks to actually like get all the DLC that I never bought? Sure, I'll do that. And, um, what I did, so, so I put in New Vegas and started playing it. Just, ha- you know, happenstance right when they released Fallout 4, you know, I don't know, a couple months, a month or so before they re- released the news of Fallout 4. But one of the other reasons why I did it was I was, so I had this incredibly horrible night at work. And I say night because I was up there like, oh, I, I went, I went up there at like midnight and stayed till like 6 a.m. because I had to get something done right then. But I didn't actually have to really watch. I All I had to do was watch it at that point and like wait. So I'm on the YouTube and I come across this this uh, YouTube channel thing called Shoddy Cast, which um, as in it's not a good cast, like Shoddy, not 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 as in like, you know, some noob that likes to choose the easiest weapon to use in a FPS. Uh, and what they do is they uh, they tell the lore of video games. Like they go through like the, all the backstories and lore and stuff like that. And I, you know, I just at that time kind of finished playing, you know, Dragon Age Inquisition. So I list, listened to the Dragon Age one that told all the backstory on Dragon Age. And I'm like, well, what else do they got? Okay, well, they got, you know, Elder Scrolls. They, and like, oh, hey, Fallout. Yeah, you know what? Let's do the Fallout lore thing because that's kind of also fresh in my mind. Let's do that. And they kind of start out with the Fallout one particularly does is done differently than all than the other ones. It's told they tell the lore of the universe, but from inside the universe. So in the first season, they kind of do it kind of lightly where it's just this kind of storyteller guy and they, they, they use like machinima to like recreate events from things that you, you never actually get to see happen and stuff. But when the second one comes around, the guy that's telling the story kind of becomes a character even more in and of himself. He's the mysterious storyteller. That that's his that's just his name, the mysterious storyteller. And he and he roams across the country, you know, finding stories and telling them. Oh nice. Which is uh, yeah. And and not only finding them and telling them, recording them with from on his personal iBot. And you know, you can't nice. you can't see what he looks like. Cause he's all, you know, he's, he's in big power arm and you can't see what he's look like and he you know, he, he goes into places no one else goes and tells stories and been around forever. And they, they started getting really good because it's like, one, here's all this lore on these games. And like, plus, here's a story to go along with the lore. And it's got enough legitimacy that, you know, do you remember Three Dog, the radio host guy from uh, Fallout uh-huh. New Vegas? Well, yeah, and he's actually supposed to come back in the new Fallout. He too. is. That's the rumor. And, and so. which he, I believe he spoiled like four years ago, said he was going to be, <laughs> that he's planning to work on another one. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, he, he dropped that bomb himself a long time ago. But, uh, I guess because he really likes playing Three Dog. Well, I'm really glad he's coming back because he's, I, I thought he was very enjoyable in the role. He was like, uh, 
it, it reminds me of, and I don't know if he's in any of the new ones because I haven't played a, I haven't played a freaking Grand Theft Auto game since like I think five, my four might have been the last one I played. But I know they had that same radio host on there, on there, and just different, the same guy just in different names mm-hmm. or whatever because he was the funny radio host, you know, the classic rock station guy. Ah, well, he does. Uh, he's in the Shoddy Cast lore series. Like he went and did some voice for him. Nice. So that's how legitimate they are, and the. Mass Effect one there's the one of the Mass Effect ones they actually got Commander Shepard to to do do a thing. Nice. So it's a pretty legitimate kind of, you know, channel that I'll try to link you guys to. But, you know, I just found this and I just started playing New Vegas. Well, they all they they made a mod that puts the storyteller as a companion in New Vegas for you. So you can have nice. him following you around, telling you stories. And like it's probably he's probably a more well-designed companion than any of the ones that came with the game because because he's got more dialogue and like when when he tells you a story, it actually just plays the video, one of their lore videos. So you get to see the oh, lore nice. videos in game and it, it's pretty it's pretty awesome. Um so all that's happening and I'm hoping he'll make a return in Fallout 4 cuz he's almost the greatest character in Fallout and he's not actually in Fallout. That's pretty funny. Um but anywho, that that was um I don't know, I'm I guess I'm excited about that and that's going to be coming out in November, but I learned all about that and then like, you know, a bomb blew up on E3. Like like this torrent of 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 awesome rose from like the 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 depths of the planet and soared upon to the stage. So much so that, you know, <clears throat> being a skeptic and all, <laughs> I saw the news of it and I thought, "No, this is fake." Because, you know, every so often someone someone you know says, "Oh, hey, they're doing this, they're doing this." And then it's always just, you know, some sort of little clip from the tech demo that they did a long time ago. So I'm like, "You know what? It's probably fake." Okay, fine, you know. It's it's, it's been about 8 hours. There's a video link. Okay, I'll click it. There's only 7,000 views on this video link. Ah, someone's just having fun. But it turns out it's true. They are finally going to be remaking Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> and it's true. Now, now, see, whenever he says it that way, I, I, this is what he says. Now, what I pictured, him being, him being who he is and how much he loves Final Fantasy VII, what I pictured was the, the trailer, you know, the trailer going and him being, you know, he's all skeptical. He's like, I don't, I don't see it at all. I just, I don't get it. You know, whatever. And he's watching it and then just, and when he finally, like, when it finally gets played, he sees that it's legit. Like, the next, like, he's like, ah! And like, you know, cuts, cuts away, and then he's got cloud strife hair or something. <laughs> you know, it was pretty close to that, and, cause, and, and as, and when you're watching the trailer, which, you know, which still only has, uh, 30, uh, 380,000 views, and it is supposedly from the official Square Enix thing, I don't know. Which, but when you're watching the trailer, the most interesting thing about it is is the voiceover, which, which yeah, which I'm sad I can't hear right now. Uh, I just like I like how the, the the route they took with it was instead of be, you know because whenever he said whenever I saw it I was like oh cool and so because I, I don't have the big I, you know I liked Final Fantasy VII okay but it's not like to me it it's not the greatest thing ever I just I enjoyed it but. You know, no, you know, most of my enjoyment from it is more vicariously from Brewer and from, you know, Ernie and them. There's more my enjoyment of it. So, anyway, so I click, I click it and I hit it play and like, I'm expecting in a world where Shinra rules. Like, that's what I'm expecting. The voice, the voiceover guy. No, no, no. 
they go like completely snarky with it to the point where it doesn't seem legit. That that like weird razor's edge line where it's is this is this legit? Can this is this just somebody fucking around? Yeah, cause cause yeah, they're like the trailer. It's like you know, it it, it is like the movie. You know, it is that trailer guy. That it, I almost think it actually has to be that trailer, like the actual trailer guy that does trailers for Hollywood, because it's because it is the inner world guy, right? And, he, and he's like, you know, we we all remember, we all remember, our, you know, when the meteor fell, we all remember that big fight, you know, how how the world had to come together, you know, friends lost. Well, it's time to go back. And it's very much, it's talking about itself. It's not talking about the game. And, and the best part is, is when they get into it, 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 I gotta see if I can hear it real quick. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's the, yeah. There's the like, Hey, it's actually happening. Yeah. The, the, there's a line in there. It says, you know, it's like, it may bring joy. It may bring fear, but let's embrace it. <laughs> they are literally saying like, some of you, we all want this. Well, you've all been asking for this is li- this is almost like translated. <laughs> you know, we all want this. Here it is. It's finally here. Quit your bitching. It's here. Yeah. We've done it. Now we know some of you are e- immediately going to get all defensive and like, no, like, oh, they're going to ruin my childhood. And some of you are going to be like, oh, that's awesome. Oh, please don't fuck it up. But let's hold. Come on, guys. Let's hold off judgment. Let's wait for it to release. Release, and then let's see how it's gonna do and like it might not be the exact but it's gonna be as the best and that we can give you and just you know think that through don't be dicks That's <laughs> it's very much what this trailer is is yeah. don't be dicks it, it, and and that's the problem with it. That's another reason why I was so skeptical. Because I mean, this might be slightly racist. I don't know, but you know, Square Enix has always took itself really seriously, right? And there is like the snark levels are off the scale, Captain. Like, oh, they're firing all the snarks at us. They got like, oh, <laughs> the witch chambers are on overload. You know, <laughs> oh God, that's all the sardonic we can take, and we just can't take anymore. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> quick, 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 someone plug in extra metal regulators, <laughs> you know, because it is so like aware of itself to, to, to like a level that I'm, I feel it's so aware of itself. It might be aware of all of us. Like, right. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, it's the becoming... trailer has become sentient. Yeah. It's, it's yes, exactly what I was about to say. And my, my favorite thing about the trailer is it, like, like you said, it acknowledges nothing about the story. Cause I think it's one of those, you all know the story. And other than the like little, little second of cloud walking by, the only other clue you have that it's a final fantasy game really is like those two kids fighting in the park with the fake swords yeah you yeah know, with like cloud the... sword yeah which which i almost think it's gonna be you know like i don't i'm none of this is in the game obviously i mean this is all just you know trail this is this doesn't show the game engine this doesn't show anything this is all just a cinematic that they made and you only know it's final fantasy if you know it's final fantasy and you know seven i mean right and, and like you see, yeah, you get to see like cl- like the back of Cloud, and you get to see like Barrett's gun. And then yeah. actually, if you knew it was seven, that slide is the exact slide that they have like a little talk on top of later on uh, in it. Uh, 
And, and it's like, hey, look, you get to see Midgar, but up close and personal, you know? Right. And, but it is, I, you know, if you have even, like, the smallest, like, knowledge of Final Fantasy, you guys need to watch this trailer. Just, just for, like, the, the level of, like, because if you know anything about Final Fantasy, you know Seven's, like, like you know, like, in the top three of them. So, right. so that's, all, I mean, that's all you really need to know is going to the trailer. If you just want to see them being like, bitch, please. Because <laughs> it is, it is. They're almost being like blatant dicks to you in the trailer. And that's right, what I love about right. it. Um, anywho, um, you know, so so I guess let's make wild speculations about it because that's that's what we do, right? Well, I mean, you know, as as a pod, as journalists and podcasters, I feel that we would be remiss in our duties if we did not make wild wild speculations about a game that's not going to come out for three years. Yeah, so I, which is the first place to go with this? Um, yeah, so I mean, I I I think I think that uh, I mean, well, because uh, 2017 will be the 20 year anniversary of the release of it, which I bet they're going to try real real hard to hit but you know <laughs> all i know is i've already told him at work that i'll have to i'm just gonna have to quit or take a sabbatical whenever it releases i'm like yeah and about somewhere between like three to five years from now i'm gonna have to like stop because there's gonna be this game coming out that i'm gonna have to play until i beat it so so yeah so roughly somewhere between 2017 2020 i'm thinking this game's gonna release and quick side note 2017 2020 oh god is it really what final fantasy happened 20 years ago seven oh god i'm are we old and we're talking about things in the 2017s <laughs> 2020s do you remember back when like saying like 2003 oh god that's the future ah, the future remember whatever no the biggest one for me is like i sit there and it's like you know my wife's car is like a two is a 2004 model <laughs> and i remember when you were like those are new woo and yeah, that, like, that's like, not that old is it yeah yeah and then you and then you like really do the math in your head and you're like son of a bitch or or the even or the even better one is it's like wow my uh 10 year high school reunions really really getting close by the day and it's one of those that i'm not quite you know it's kind of weird i actually finally I, it was about a year ago i finally reached that age where i was like i'm not wearing my i'm not wearing my senior high school shirt anymore that's gonna go away <laughs> oh come on know. cody don't you remember like you just graduated you know nine years ago <laughs> right yeah it's like it's uh i uh i definitely i definitely feel feel myself uh, occasionally i will bust out the cody for your prom date shirts but i i will not wear wear that i actually got rid of it so like yeah that that's, so that's you, were, you didn't want to keep it like as a keepsake of all your stuff and memories and glorious and i don't care i was there for it class of 2000 yeah because that, that, that's my favorite when you're walking around and you've got a shirt on this is class of 2006 you know it's almost it's it's that weird line of like where people are to ask like oh is that when your kid graduated you know, it's almost that <laughs> yeah yeah you know what you know what's weirder is like seeing you know the weirder thing is seeing like kids walk around their shirts that say class of 2012 2013 you're like yeah, ah! yeah. there's just well, something the other day the other day i was at a customer's house and you know like we were you know he's a nice guy and so we we're kind of bullshitting back and forth and he's like oh so do you have any kids and i was like no i don't but it just was that weird thing where somebody asks you that because you're like the right age to have kids not that like oh you fucked up and got got somebody knocked up too early no 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 it's like you're 
kid have an age now? And they just assume you do. Yeah. So that that was that was kind of a different thing. I know. I, think of it this way: there are kids now that have never grown up in a world without cell phones and internet. I was. I think I've talked about this on the show before, but like some of my favorite things are you know, hey, dial a phone number is going to mean nothing to to some to most kids now, or roll a window up doesn't actually mean anything anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Or you know, every time you go into like the you know the the the, the gas stations and it's like and that number on the thing that says you got to be this you have to be born on this day in order to buy your cigarettes or your beer you know that number is starting to scare me more and more I'm like what 95 what ah <laughs> well the best the best one was the other day i went somewhere and uh you know it had the big i, I think it was actually I went to like a big liquor store and it's like you know the big we we id anybody under it uh, looks under 30 and i was you like didn't get oh, I'm gonna, I'm, yeah i was like i'm gonna get id'd for sure and i was like fuck and i was all like digging for it and they're like and like not even ask a question i was like well like okay cool yeah well uh-huh. <laughs> because because somehow you know and, and now let's talk let's say yeah let's you know let's talk about playing video games but also talk about being old in the same in the same sentence well I think there's something about that is- I think we're kind of in a unique group because realistically, I mean, only maybe the people 10 years older than us, I mean, that was the first generation that grew up with them. Yeah. So, you know, we're we're kind of in that unique group to where we've got old with them, where, like, they're not a new thing anymore. They're kind of uniquely our groups, so. Yeah, yeah, because the, the, the one above us, you know, Got to see them happen, but I mean, you know, ever since we were alive, you could you could buy a, you know a Nintendo or a, you know an actual right. an actual you know third generation console that you know where games were actually kind of you know a little bit more useful to someone opposed to a novelty. Right, right. But though I don't know, I think the one right under us is gonna actually have them is gonna have like more entitlement to them because they're gonna ha- they're gonna be the ones that started with like you know you know the the PlayStation One and the stuff where and have like always had like something that I for lack of a better way to put it, games that it require any any you know life knowledge in order to even use well i i I like how yeah or ones where you didn't actually have to have any like you know ooh, do the little tricks in order to make them work because we all remember the days of blowing out blowing out the cartridge in order to get it to work or we remember the days of where you had to how do i how do i plug in these three cables into my tv what channel does it have to be on (laughs) like oh oh man you got you got to turn the power on and off two or three times in order to get in order to get it set up or yeah like we all or you have to turn the power stuff. off in order to switch discs or, or you know, right. cartridges or, right which yeah or, or, at, or at that, hey, day, that was even an issue because you know because we had the 64 and like the kids were trying to play the 64 and they're like and like yeah you have to turn it off first and then you pull the cartridge out then you put the next cartridge in and you turn it on and then you it, there's like this dance and they're like well, what my, my favorite my favorite is and it's not just it's like on pc games a lot too but that that era of you know please insert disc two <laughs> and you're like you know like it's almost that like what do you do what do i do i put it in now like when do i take it out how do how does this work yeah i don't yeah anywho um we're old because final fantasy might be coming out in 2020 <laughs> anywho <laughs> and that feels weird to say uh, it does it does but 
I, I guess other speculations, They which one of them I was going to speculate about, but they've already actually answered for us. Um, we are going to see, going to see Cloud in a dress. They are not cutting that out. Perfect. Because, you know, a long time ago, they released that tech demo when the PlayStation 3 released. You know, like, Square Enix did this, like, tech demo thing where they're like, this is, like, the quality of stuff we can make. And they just redid the intro to, to 7. And, you uh-huh. know, they're like, no, we're not remaking 7. We just wanted to, like, do some big middle fingers to you guys. You're like, ha this is what it would look like. Yeah! But we're not going to do it. <laughs> and this this is the quality of the PlayStation 3. But, you know, back when they did that, you know, there were still all the rumors that, well, they might, well, they might not. I don't know. So I did like a 100% complete run of Final Fantasy 7 then because I had experience everything in it to make sure, like, if they did remake it, I, I would know what didn't make it in or what was changed. Right. And um, which, by the way, on an old game like that, 100% complete run is all arbitrary inside your brain because there wasn't an achievement system. System, which is actually wait wait, wait 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 so how do you play a game if it doesn't have a little thing that pops up it's like congratulations you blah da 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 no you just have to like try to think of what somebody else has never done and do it or like this is really hard to get this weapon let me go get it or you know let me get all the material leveled up and get like the w materials or let me go see cloud get raped by hungarian men which i hope that part sticks in it i don't know if that's gonna make it in but i know he's gonna have to dress up as a woman that's they they because it is supposed to be grittier or something like that than Final Fantasy VII was originally, which really? What could be gr- what could be any grittier than uh, Rape by Hungarian? Exactly. You know, because that's the thing is I'm like, man, Final Fantasy VII was one of the grittier ones, you know? Right. So it was like, it's all the new ones that aren't. Except for like after you, except for like the second playthrough of ten, then it gets kind of dark when you realize all the crap that's happening and how much of, how much of a dick Titus is <laughs> that you only get recognized in the second go through. Um, anywho, um, but they're like we're not gonna le- we're not gonna lose some of these more whimsical things they've already said, and that's that's good to know. And we, so I guess we're gonna see what else makes it or not. Um. In, you know, obviously we're gonna lose the because you know all games have lost this. Because <laughs> if you remember back the old games, you you could actually name your characters anything you wanted. <laughs> but I'm sure this time they're all gonna be you know stock names because we're all gonna be voice acted. Which speaking of, if they're all gonna be voice acted, I move for because it has to. Mr. T has to play play Barrett. I truly, truly hope that that happens. I mean, I he's got really... to because he's because he is legitimately no joking based on Mr. T. <laughs> <laughs> like he pities the fool a lot you know his hair's the same they both dress the same you know um I- I'm-, I'm moving for it it's got to it's mr t's gotta gotta play barrett but games have now, gotten he- more famous people in the past see and I-, I i agree with that because i feel that he would i think that knowing that that character's based on him he would uh he would take that role and i think he would be good for it now if he doesn't I move though that an acceptable second would definitely be Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, he would have he would have to use a lot of like, <laughs> like, like I, I am trying to imagine that like you know I, what, what would he what would he yell like? Oh man, what would Barry yell <laughs> if he was Mister if he if he Samuel L. Jackson? What would he? I'm trying I'm trying these you know motherfucking chocobos on this motherfucking airship. Ah, uh, there you go. There it is. Uh, is, is that what he was? I, I, I think so. He, he would have to tell Cloud to bitch be cool. Bitch be cool. <laughs> hey, Spiky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know. 
<clears throat> but it, it, uh, I mean, if, if not that, uh, uh, who else should we cast in this? Um, uh, I, I, I don't even know who will play, should play Cloud. Well, actually, I mean, I know who obviously I'm going to cast in this. Uh, uh, Laura Bailey, because she's been in, like the voice of so many, you know, Final Fantasy characters. Obviously, she's going to be in this and like anime characters. So I'm, um, you know, <laughs> Laura Bailey. Um, but I, though I guess since she was, I think there's a rule though that you can only voice one main character. So I guess she'll only be additional voices. Which I don't know if you realize that. That is a, a Final Fantasy thing is you can, you can only voice one, one, uh, you know, main character. So you don't confuse people across different games. <laughs> you know, that's, which is interesting. Now, the one thing I am curious about is are we going to have dead or alive j- jiggle physics on Tifa Lockhart? Is that going to be a thing? That's got to be a thing. Oh, I, I mean, well, they had it. In, it, they had it to the best of their ability in, in the original one. There's this, there's this great scene where like the high wind gets hit by a like you know gets attacked and like they're all falling and there's just like bloop 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 everywhere. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's like you know, like one of the five cinematics in the thing. Um, oh, what 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 else am I gonna speculate horribly on? They're gonna completely change the uh, the leveling system. I can tell you that for now. <laughs> you know, all your skills and stuff. I'm sure material will be back, but they'll do something strange and crazy with it. Um, hopefully you're gonna, it's gonna still be turn-based, but I don't know, it's probably not. Yeah, that was actually my biggest question, is do you think it's actually, actually going to be turn-based or not? I mean, I think, you know... And if it is turn-based, it's gonna be, it's gonna be done kinda like 13, I think, where you just have the one person you control. Yeah. Um... And, and you know, that kind of brings up a thing, you know, the reason why they said they were never going to make this, they're like, never going to make a 7 remake is because it would be physically impossible to do. You know, that's, that's what they said when they released the tech demo. There's no way you could ever make this game again on a modern version. Like, it would be on like 10 discs. It would take us like... 15 years to do it would you know it would we'd have to sell it for 300 bucks which i'm actually already gonna already gonna call it this game is gonna cost over 80 dollars. yeah i believe that i truly believe that because they can fucking sell it for whatever they want i I think it'll cost over 80 bucks and then their justification for it is it's gonna come with like a dvd of the behind the scenes thing oh no see no i'm betting like the originals like the the plain jane cop is gonna be 80 bucks and it's gonna be 120 for like the special edition oh see i didn't think they were actually going to do a plain Jane copy. Like my guess was gonna be like this is Final Fantasy Seven. You get all this shit with it because this is Final Fantasy Seven. I didn't fig- I figured they wouldn't do that until like two years in, and then they do like the PlayStation Four greatest hits thing and then sell it for twenty. Oh, what I figured. Oh, it'll be. never go for twenty. I can tell you that. I think those. Well, let me rephrase this. It, in two thousand, you know, thirty-five, it'll go for twenty bucks. Right. Though. So we're gonna we're gonna basically gonna wind up in a Starcraft situation where you still get you still pay twenty twenty-five bucks for that game. Yeah. yeah. Which, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, though, I mean, actually, I'm going to call and say the special edition is going to be 200 something dollars because I think the special edition of, like, uh, 13.3 was, like, 120 and you got, like, this cool fancy watch with it. Which, actually, so what, actually I kind of so, wish I would have done it in a little a small way. That watch was really cool. Oh, like, a okay, so watch. What, so what are you going to get with the uh, super special, like, since we're wildly speculating, what are you going to get with the super special edition of this Final Fantasy game? Ooh. Um, let's see. Well, what are some Where's uh you know you're gonna get the art book and the behind the scenes crap and all that boring stuff that we all know right yeah that nobody ever looks at really I mean does anybody ever really look at that I I think you always thumb through it while it's installing uh-huh. uh you know um 
Oh, you're gonna get you're gonna get like uh soldier first class badges and like patches and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah, Shinra ID cards, something like that. Oh, that, that's a, that's a good point too. Um, <clears throat> you're gonna get that. That's gonna be the little thing. Do you think like the case is gonna be shaped like the Buster Sword or something? Maybe. Probably. Um. Man, you're gonna get some really big thing in there, though. You know, maybe stuffed chocobo. Um, oh yeah, I forgot about the chocobo. You gotta get the chocobo. Maybe like a really cool, like you know, scale model of the high wind might be a might be a thing. Oh, oh yeah, didn't think about that. Um, man, I feel there's something that's gonna come with one really big thing though. Because like I said, that, there was the pocket watch in thirteen three. So I bet I don't know what it'll. I mean, do you think they just go for it and give you like one of those desk bottles of like Sephiroth or something? Maybe, maybe something like that. Maybe you know, fuck, I could see like finally seven communicator or something like that it's that's an actual functioning cell phone no oh, that's that's a good point too you know, that was or kind like, of a thing you were always calling your party members um or you get like you get like a moogle or something yeah 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 i don't know um but but anyway, like said, so, you know, so so like I said, they said they're not gonna, you know, they they couldn't physically do this game. Well, it turns out apparently, yes, they could physically do this game, which is, you know, fuck you. I, you know, I almost might see if I can hunt down that that press release because I want to see like I want to read that again because they're like one of their main sites citations was is like the world map would be impossible to do, which I'm like so you don't have to do like a third person camera angle on the world map. There's really nothing on the world map except for there's like these cities spread way apart. I mean, you don't have to do fancy there but i guess bringing that up you know i don't how much have you seen of like the 15 trailers uh not much honestly i haven't well it's i kind of feel like i'm in that unique position where i kind of don't know how much i care that much about final fantasy anymore i mean don't get me wrong like they're cool and i like the ones i like like 10 was fun i think 12 is awesome and i'm the only one that seems to think so um, you know, like, you, I watched, I watched about, I actually meant, intended to finish it, but, like, you talking about 13, I watched about half of the, half of a playthrough of it, and it looked pretty good, I mean, you know, but, I, I don't think I'm ever gonna be the guy that stands in line and waits for him to come out, you know, it's just never gonna be me. Yeah, I, well, like, so the, the things in 15 is, you know, they're really trying, for lack of a better way to put it, they're trying to Americanize the, the Japanese RPG, it looks like, because I guess they realize that's what's selling more, and, so, because fifteen's like this big kind of like open world, you know, kind of like almost third person follow around, like live kind of combat thing, and it, it it almost really looks like Final Fantasy trying to do you know Skyrim in some in some regards. Like I think it's gonna be like this big you know solid you know one world thing, no loading screens, no this, you know, w- walking around the world kind of style, o- open world feel, and you know. I'm betting they're gonna go that route because I'm I'm I can only speculate. I mean I don't know why they wouldn't spend the time to make a whole new game engine for seven, but I bet they're just gonna use the same game engine that 15's built on, which you know looks great now. But also take into account you know like I said this is gonna release like three years from now. Right. So I mean that's the only reason why I think that that they might have a different game engine design for it, or maybe they built the 15 engine this entire time. Because that's another thing. That's why I was skeptical too. Because I'm like 15's about to come out. Like why are they why are they announcing Seven now and fifteen. Don't you wait till like people have started to forget about Final Fantasy again to announce Seven's coming out? Yeah, you think so? But uh, anywho, and so I don't know. I'm a little worried about that. I'm a little worried about the game engine. But the plus side is because Fifteen's going PC most likely. Does that mean Seven's going to go PC? Am I not going to have to buy a PlayStation Four? <laughs> because fuck me, I'm going to have to buy a PlayStation Four if they don't. Right. Yeah. I, I was so excited about Fifteen being like you know built on DirectX. I'm like, oh yes, I can skip the PlayStation Four at least for a little while. 
I don't have to shell out, you know, another 400 bucks plus the $100 it's going to cost for fucking Final Fantasy VII. Because it's going right. to cost that. It's going to, and I'm going to spend it. Fuck you. Fuck you guys. Because they, they, they are in this, they are in this unique position that they can almost ask whatever they want for it. Yeah. Yeah. They really are. Cause it's, it's already, they already know it's selling. I mean, they already know. Well, it's gonna, and it's one of those things that's in that perfect position because, I mean, there's people that played it and loved it and they're gonna buy it. And then there's people that have heard about it and really maybe played it. Played an old game of it and liked it and want to play a better version of it. And then there's ones that have only ever heard of it because Final Fantasy is like Metal Gear Solid legendary. And I don't even think that's a fair comparison, but it is just legendary. And people are like, oh, it's the greatest game ever. Like, oh my God, it's the greatest thing ever. Like everybody knows that Sephiroth kills Ares. Like everybody knows. I know. See, that's another but, thing is, yeah, it's, I mean, the whole story is completely spoiled. I mean, you know, I mean, are they going to do anything innovative to like kind of, you know, change it up a little? a little tiny bit to make it more interesting to other people and and are they going to do that and, but are they going to be afraid to like alienate you know fans because I think that's where their market is is the fact that you know the people that played this game and loved it when they were kids now have grown up and have jobs that can <laughs> that can now spend whatever they want on on games kind of like kind of like you know how on the ownage you know how, how they got funded so well is because all the people that liked it when they were young are now old enough to give them money to help make the movie for them so I don't know. That's Final Fantasy VII, I guess. Which also, they keep referring to it as the untitled Final Fantasy VII remake. What the fuck does that mean? I don't know what more you need. I mean, I, I, I guess I guess it's better than going the way that they they go with Street Fighter, where it was like, you know, with the Street Fighter II remake, it was the Street Fighter II remake HD remix, and then, and then there was Tournament Edition on top of that afterwards, and then I think there was like Champion Edition after that. So... I, I, I don't know, man. I, I, maybe they're just trying to avoid that situation, but I mean... I, and, and well, yeah, well, I mean, why don't you just call it fucking Final Fantasy VII Remake? I mean... Or HD or something. Yeah, yeah or, like... <laughs> Final Fantasy... I mean, Final Fantasy VII 2017, I mean... Yeah, there you go. I mean, that that would make total sense. I mean... I don't know, maybe they're trying to keep with their naming convention of, you know... Because we had... Because we had... What we had... So we had Final Fantasy VII, then we had, you know... We had Before Crisis, then we had Crisis Core, we had Dirge of Cerberus, Advent Children, so we have AC, BC, CC, and DC. Are they going to try really hard to do like an EC? Like Final Fantasy VII Enhanced? copy something i don't know i don't know i mean but see part of me wonders is do you think that they're actually going to remake it completely or do you think they're going to remake it but also expand on the story see i yeah i don't know i think they might i i think they're going to do they're going to do something and that's and and i feel whatever it is because there's no way they're going to make a game that's going to be... For instance, when I played it through on the 100% complete run on it, you know, I don't... I can't tell you how long that took because the game... The in-game counter stops at, you know, 99 hours, 99... You know, 59 minutes and 59 seconds. So, I can't tell you how much... How, how long I spent, but probably double that, you know. Now, granted, a lot of that was level grinding. But, you know, when you compare that to other ones... So, so let's just say that, you know, to do a 100% run on it without level grinding or, you know, get all the important stuff... And not having to get all that bu- doing all the bullshit you know leveling of material and shit um say that took 120 hours i mean i, I you know as as you know particularly you know linear story driven you know you know japanese style rpgs of going they've been getting shorter and shorter so i think it's still gonna be like maybe a 60 70 hour game so i'm something's gonna some stuff is not gonna make it in i know for sure 
And that's the question. Either that or it's going to be DLC. I mean, they may do that. I wouldn't I wouldn't put that past anybody. I mean, like, yeah, it's like the, you know, are we going to get the little um, RTS game in there? The, you know, the, are we going to get the little, you know, are going to get all the golden saucer things? Yeah, you know, I, I, I feel they're going to get condense some of the story down a little bit. And we might get some new things then to kind of fill out areas that, you know, didn't make sense or need to be fleshed out. Um, you know, I'm sure they're going to make it where, 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 uh, Vincent and Yuffie aren't optional characters. Cause, you know, you had to, in a way, you had to know about them in order to get them slightly. Cause, you know, you, you know, cause Vincent's just asleep underneath a waterfall the entire time unless you find him. And you have to kind of go through some rigmarole to get there. And then if you come across Yuffie, if you, if, if you go into any menu, she'll steal all your crap and run away. <laughs> Well, and especially with Vincent, because he's got such an iconic look. I mean, they're going to use him for more. I mean, look at what they did in Advent Children with Vincent. I mean, he was so like, ooh, look at my cool shit I can do. Yeah, he like yeah, pimps I mean, in and yeah. pimps away, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, th- I think they're, I think they're gonna have to, gonna have to do something to highlight those characters more, you know? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I'm gonna try to heed the words of the trailer and, and not start bitching or get overexcited or underexcited. But it's hard. I guess we'll find out this winter. Good point. Yeah, it is a good point. <laughs> Fuck oh, you guys. Could, could you just wait to like announce you know, enough information about the goddamn thing all at once so we don't have to like just sit here and be like, meh, cool trailer, cool trailer, bro. I mean. <laughs> That's really the way you feel about it, isn't it? So how does it how does it feel watching two trailers and immediately knowing like, well, there goes like a hundred and fifty dollars for mine at least. Yeah, exactly. That's because cause I was good, I was all excited about Fallout Four until that happened. <laughs> I'm like, well, fuck. Right. Other than the fact that that's not going to release, like I said, for like three years after. Though they'll still be making Fallout Four content probably then. So oh, I imagine so. <laughs> so that's at least good. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know. I'm I'm. I, I, well, at least I have three years till apparently I quit my job to play this game full time. Right. Yeah. yeah it, I mean, you got plenty of time to save your money. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna put. A, I'm gonna have to put. A, you know, aside a, uh, a video game. Make a whole new bank account just for video game money. I'm like, well, here's this. <laughs> here's what thousand dollar collector edition. Fuck it. Why not? <laughs> and, and see, that's another thing is you know I I hope that they're forward thinking enough because like I said the, the augmented reality and virtual reality thing is going to be really taken off in three years from now three three to five years from now I hope they're already planning that because I don't know what that's going to mean in the that you could do in Final Fantasy if you had that stuff but I want it right right and so I guess one thing that really makes me just have to ask you because I think all of our listeners at home have to know what is it about Final Fantasy seven that just you love so much is it the fact that it was you you were a kid and you played it and you liked it so much as a kid what what is it about seven that's just like give us your speech on why they should buy seven well yeah you know it is kind of a a good question um you know one thing i kind of wonder about it is wondering i I guess maybe i can put in this analogy that's probably not going to help people either but don't worry we're not going to get stuck in an analogy hole again (laughs) hopefully (laughs) um you know, a lot of people say like, you know, you're 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 when you're watching Doctor Who, your favorite doctor is always gonna be the first one you you saw. And you're right. gonna be like, meh, well, they're not as good as this guy. So I part of it's kind of wondering is I think Seven was probably a lot of people's first Final Fantasy because it was the first one on PlayStation. You know, it was like, look at this amazing setup and graphics. <laughs> Which think about what that means. I know, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> um. You know, there, there's a lot of that. I so I kind of wonder if it's a lot of. I mean. 
it it, it did have this kind of you know gritty dystopian diesel punk style to it that they've been recently trying to recapture i mean i i guess if you like if there's anything in 13 you like it was probably because it was ripped off from seven um <laughs> there, there's been a lot of that lately it, it does have and, and the way they've been describing 15 being trying to trying to make it more realistic there was kind of a, a slightly more kind of real vibe to it than a lot of the other ones because you know you were in a city you know there were things like cars and and you know airplanes it was it, it isn't like the the more you know medieval high it's it's definitely not high fantasy which is kind of the thing that i like more about it whereas uh, same same kind of concept with eight eight eight's even more like kind of sci-fi even in comparison at times but but you know it's not like we're in you know like 10 or or 12 or it where they're all you know you know oh look yes do 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 you know oh kings and nobles and sword fights and oh yes you know oh my lord oh lady you know you know it, it is this you know kind of lived in worn universe that's you know on the on the brink of destruction which is kind of nice i kind of which is kind of nice you know i kind of like that <laughs> you know i you know i definitely prefer it whenever i've got i can walk into a world that's just you know beat the fucking shit and yeah and i would i mean you know there, there's a lot of time spent on you know developing you know on developing the characters where, where something you wouldn't get in like you know something like like a skyrim or a fallout maybe this new fallout right. you might get something like that but you know so there's you got that kind of thing going for you you know there's everyone's kind of a dick in it you know they're real i mean there is kind of like the you know you know barrett and his group you know they're like oh we're trying to save the planet we're trying to save the planet but you know like yeah you but then you blow up all these buildings to do it you know and <laughs> i mean and, and then you know i, I think there's it, it just it's just kind of like i guess just the scope of it all too it's you know it is this big huge thing and that, that's my biggest gripe about like Final Fantasy 12 is is it feels so small 12 just feels so small like it's oh hey look i'm doing like stuff for this one little country to help out like in this one situation and you know in the grand scheme of things you know like i may have influenced history for like the next 20 years right i i don't know i mean i I've, i feel like i'm constantly like it, the minute you were raised that that, that conversation, that thing with somebody, it was going to because everybody's like, "Oh, what's your favorite Final Fantasy?" And it'll either be like three, seven, ten, and that's and then there's like that occasional weird person that liked eleven where it's online, but you like mention twelve and they're like, "What? Why?" And then you like immediately have to defend it. Well, so. I mean, I see the one I feel like, like I said, I have to defend thirteen because I I legitimately enjoyed it, but it was kind of an enjoyment like after the fact. I mean, you know, obviously I was, I knew I was going to play, I knew I was going to go through them all, but, so at least there's that, you know, 12, 12 is like, ooh, yeah, but ooh, 13, it was so weird and linear, and I'm like, yeah, but, yes, the gameplay, some of the gameplay aspects were kind of lacking at times, but, and then the weird leveling system and your party was never together, but, I don't know, I, I feel 12 could, 12 could have used one more year of prepping and, like, beta testing, and I think it would have been good. You know, if they would have polished that world system a little bit more, if they would have right. polished I mean, the I, tactics. I, I, I agree. I agree with everybody's bitch about, you know, that, that, that fighting system was definitely not perfect. But man, I like that world. I like that Ivalice world that there is. I mean, I liked it enough to where I bought the freaking DS game of that same Final Fantasy. I have all the Final Fantasy 12 games and I've actually really, really thought about buying the other ones that it's based on. Because <laughs> I really really like that world. It's a really interesting world to me. So, yeah. 
I, I don't know. He said, yeah, I mean, so that's kind of like what I liked about 13 was it was a really interesting world. You know, it was, it was, hey, let's try to do everything right from all the previous Final Fantasies in one game. And obviously that didn't work, but, you know, so. Eh. I mean, I, honestly, like as far as 12 goes, I would own the art book if it wasn't 45 bucks. I would own it just because I really like that freaking world. Yeah, and it was kind of, it, it kind of was a different art style a little bit. It was this, I guess it was really that high fantasy, like kind of fancy you know right and i just i'd appealed to me because it's like oh you've got these you know here's this noble group and here's these judges that are super crooked and like oh this guy and then you know you've got han solo and you sexy know- and sexy you know Chewy. I mean, I just, I like the whole thing. You know what? I know exactly why you like 12. It's the same reason why I like, why I like 7 and 10 and 13. I can tell you exactly why you like 12. 12 is all about politics. It's all politics. It's all, yeah. it's all like Republicans and Democrats and liberals yeah. and libertarians 100%. doing things. 100%. That's you know? why I like it so much. Yeah. You know, and I mean, in other words, and then like you said, it's Han Solo and Chewie flying around, which, so in other words, it's basically the first three Star Wars movies, you know, yeah, it, episodes it, 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 one through three, so the second it, it, three. It, it <laughs> essentially <laughs> is. And, and you know, the reason why I like seven and, you know, and ten, it's because it's like, you know, fuck you, God. <laughs> there ain't no <laughs> Jesus. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess honestly, another way to put it, 12 is Animal Farm, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, and, like, 7 is, like, you know, 1984. And I think that's a very, very good comparison. I think that's actually a, a hilarious comparison. And well, the funniest thing about any of the Final Fantasies, and I know we're kind of, like, jumping around a bit, but one of the funniest things was your guilt-ridden reason you explained to me as to why you quit playing 9. Because it's, like, everything you hate about games shoved into a game, and it's so funny to me. Which you don't you're make. Like, oh. You're like, oh, the art style, and oh, it's, like, all this high fantasy crap and then there's like the cutesy things and ah uh, you were so guilty about so, it you know it you so should probably give it a try because i believe it's all based in politics as its storyline too so you might want to give it a shot because <laughs> it's like ah, uh, the queen or the princess or whatever but she but her but her throne has been usurped so she's got to like try to regain it and, and, and like you know i was like oh i just can't struggle through it with like all the other crap i'm doing I just can't. And I, 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 maybe I can find like a synopsis of it or something. Cause that's the problem with these older ones is they're too, they're too old to actually like watch a playthrough on. Yeah, read it. Yeah. <laughs> and no one's going to go through and do that. Though I think there actually is one for the original seven on the Advent Children disc or something like that. <laughs> There's like the what you needed to know about seven before you watch Advent right. Children thing. I'm like, that's cool. Um, yeah. I- well, I, I, guess, I guess my biggest hope is that this one will do well and people will like it and then maybe it'll kind of re, cause I feel like, I, I feel like Final Fantasy's kind of in one of those weird places where it's trying to figure out its identity. Does it want to be what it used to be or does it want to be something different and get away from the JRPG style? So I feel like maybe if Seven does well and people legitimately get interested in it, maybe they'll kind of go back to that style and back to their roots and kind of the cool thing that made people like Seven. And may, you know, the, the same thing with, the, I like 10, don't get me wrong, I think everybody liked 10. There was things in it that were kind of dumb, like singing Bronzos, and, you know, fucking Waka was annoying. But, oh, I like, I liked, I liked 10, I really did. So maybe that, well, honestly, you might even get, 
I don't know if you get a ten remake, but you might at least get a remaster. Or well, something. they have like, they've actually remastered it twice already. Oh, have they? Yeah, because yeah, no. they did this. They did this like HD pack, re, you know, retextured, you know, kind of redid some of the models and redid some of the cinematics, and, I, and then like for like the PlayStation Three, and then like oh god, after like oh maybe a year later when the PlayStation Four came out, they're like the re remastered version that's slightly better. Um, yeah. well, there you though go. everyone that you know that gets it, they're like, yeah, it actually is. A noticeable difference between the, the the PlayStation 3 and PlayStation 4 version. I think the main difference is it's probably 1080p opposed to uh, 720 or something like that. Um, but I don't know. So yeah, which I I you know I keep wanting to do also, but I'm like, Mer, I gotta work. How can I play a Final Fantasy and work at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're they're both real lives that you have to live at the same time. How can I live two? So I'm I'm kind of waiting a while for like the PlayStation 4 version to like you know been out long enough for someone to make like the movie. TV series out of it where like the watch the playthrough of all the important crap you know like like I did many many years ago when I got to see the immortal lines of I hope Chapu got a buster nut all over Lulu's big big titties oh man I, I guy on the internet who wrote that whatever this playthrough happens please write that again yeah cuz oh, and I tried to find it I wish I would have screenshot of that oh well, the funny thing is, if you Google it now, it winds up coming up to our webpage, so, you know. Because <laughs> we've said it enough times? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good possibility. And I, think it's in, and I think it's in our title text or something. Oh, it, it is, it's a, because it, it was so out of, out of place to read, it was amazing. And it was in such a dark part, like, you know, it's, it's, yeah. going, like, you know, it's like the sad, this sad, somber part, yeah. Yeah, where, like, everything's, like, getting fucked up, and everyone's losing, and shit's happening, like, oh, you know, like, he died, and all this stuff and you're like man i hope chapu kind of busting out over lulu's big big titties before he died <laughs> and i'm like you know what i hope he did too i think we all hope that sir <laughs> you're saying the words that we all we all dream of i mean realistically how many of us have busted out all over lulu's big big titties in our own house so <laughs> and, I, and i think that's that's the other thing i was kind of thinking about is like well once again, Tifa, Tifa's rocking tits will go on to, you know, inspire many more masturbatory fantasies for all kinds of kids. I know, and this time it's going to be like in high res. You won't just have to imagine what they are like, right? Yeah, like her legacy continues. You know, maybe we'll bump this up to like, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, what, what, what's this? What, what's what's the what's the dirty video game category that you know, Grand Theft Auto and all of them have? Oh, adults only. Yeah, or, or the one right below that. What's the one right below that? I thought it was like mach- uh, mature the- audiences or something. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's like mature. I don't even know. I don't even like rating systems are so not a thing to me anymore. Like you know, they weren't even back old. then. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like it just it's like such an arbitrary thing. But you know, I mean, you know, there's been a lot of sex scenes in video games now. I guess what I'm, what I'm getting at is hopefully we get to see you know Tifa's big big titties. You know, you get to steal her underwear in the game. I I remember. So hopefully that makes it back in. We can steal her underwear, which was like granny panties. So well, you know, yeah, I mean, you know, girls got to be comfortable while she's you know fight fighting. So I guess the question is, I know what what kind of underwear do you think she's gonna have in this? <laughs> she, are they gonna sex her up with her underwear when you steal it or, or what? Oh, I think it'd be funnier if they go to the underwear drawer and there's nothing in. It's like, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> she does kind of strike me as the commando going chick. <laughs> she does punch things a little very hard. Yes, yeah. Um, you know, 
I, I, I'm hoping we get some stuff like that. Hopefully we get some, you know, weird, more, you know, inappropriate, like, you know, super old guy with a super young girl with, you know, Vincent and Yuffie. I don't know that you could have a... a Final Fantasy without that? It. Without like, pedophilia? Yeah, I mean, like, there's, there's, got, there's got to be some sort of weird pedophilia, interspecies erotica, weird sexual tension thing going. I mean, it's got to happen. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully we get some of that again. Um, You know, <laughs> like I said, hopefully you can play Cloud as a homosexual if you want. <laughs> Which, you know, is all the rage in games nowadays. Because, so, you know, you can take, if things go according to plans, you can take Barrett on a date as an option, which is hilarious. Uh, <laughs> oh. Hopefully the phrase, I'll whack it off, will we'll make it back in the game. <laughs> with, with, you know, after Cloud dresses up as a woman, and they all bust in there, and they, you know, they're they're trying to convince this Don guy into letting him into the place. He's like, no, 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 and they keep trying to, they're like, oh, I'm gonna cut, they're like, literally like, I'm gonna cut it off. <laughs> but what the line says is, I'm gonna whack it off. That's funny. I hope, which I think was changed in some of the, the later versions of it. That's no fun. But, you know, I, I hope I'll, I'll whack it off, and the honeybee end will make a return. That's all I, that's all I want. That's all I want. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess that's the reason why I like it. It's just weird enough. It's kind of, I don't know. What do you like in a game? I guess politics. What, hey, speaking of politics, you, yes. you, you have some sort of politics. Since we're doing all games, I guess. Speaking of lo- loving games that are all about politics, Cody, haven't you started playing a new game? <laughs> Oh, yeah, so Brewer sent me this awesome, this uh, little heads up to there. He's like, hey, man, on Steam, they've got a sale in this game called Democracy 3, and it's like six bucks. He's like, I looked at it. It looks pretty cool. You probably really, really like it. You should check it out. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And so I, I, uh, because Madison was actually out of town for like five days, so I was basically home by myself. Um, And so I was like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll check this out or whatever. This is pretty cool. I need something to do on between masturbating furiously. Well, yeah, I was just, I was just, yeah, that's what, that's what you always do. But anyway. You know, I've already so, dressed up like a Putz and Pans robot. <laughs> I've already made a fort. <laughs> doors? I mean, you know, what doors on bathrooms? Uh, Anywho. But uh, anyway, so he sends me this, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'll check this out. And so I watched the trailer on in the trailer. Like, I was halfway into the trailer, and I was already, like, buying this. You know, I was so in on it. But it's essentially you... And it's not even a high, it's not even a high output game. It, it's, it's charts and graphs and numbers and text. So imagine being a real president. It's basically <laughs> what it is, is it's, uh, you, you get to run the, you get to run a country the way, the way that you feel, you feel you need to. And oh sweet God is it fun. It is one of the most in-depth games I've ever played in my life, but essentially you're presented with a bunch of policy options and you run the country however you want to. And so, and it's, God damn it is one of the best six dollars I've ever spent. It's so much fun. It's so hard though. I almost almost feel like it's an unwinnable game. Because for of course, of course the first thing I had to do was like, oh well I'm gonna run the country the way that I think I should run the country. And then they'll have you know, because I just played it on the starting difficulty. I didn't you know, I didn't mess with anything else. I didn't worry about it. Um but if you do that, you immediately wind up getting like you always piss somebody off. And so I got like assassinated by somebody. I don't remember, like, I didn't even make it, like, a year in, and I got assassinated, so that didn't work, and then I, like, I played through it, and I was like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll try it this way, and, like, basically, but it's, you can, you can go through, and you can either, you know, the goal is to run the country, get reelected, 
And basically, it's politics. You know, you play how you want. He's like, do you want your idea? <laughs> do you want to do what the people say and run the country into the ground? Do you want to do what you know's right and let and let the make it work, or do you just go to like run it like, tyrannically and see what happens, or do you want to do exactly? You know, it's 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 really really fun, and it's that perfect amount of self aware where it's semi it like treads that line of semi sarcastic where you know all your all your loading screens are real funny because they're all you know uh oh may you know i could see that you're uh, jerry uh, i'm trying to think how they put it it would be like rigging the ballots or skewing the numbers you know that kind of shit where it's that kind of sims-esque funny uh, level of self-aware, oh, like, but it's so also... Are, are you telling me they reticulate the splines a lot? Yeah, that kind of stuff. <laughs> but it, it, it's, it's kind of it's like that, but it's also that thing of it makes, it really makes you think. Now, I don't, it's not the level of, oh, I'm going to change my ideological beliefs or anything. See, that was going to be the first question I was going to ask you about after playing this. Like, have you learned anything about your beliefs? Um, not really, because I don't feel, and I, I know this is going to sound like such justification, but I don't feel like it honestly gives you a fair shake on some of them um because it is essentially democracy it isn't you can't really do a lot else you can play a lot in that in that realm of it but at the end of the day you're an elected official so you can't really go too crazy on some of it but it's it's enough to make it where it's really fun and really interesting and it does it does make you think it really does um because so much I, I guess my personal belief so much of it is wrapped up around like oh well if the needs arises a private sector will accommodate and blah da 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 but they don't have the computer engineered to where the private sector will do that sometimes and so it's like they're just like oh so you're just going to be unemployed so y'all aren't going to do anything like that's not my job as the government so, you know it's so it's kind of that funny line of where you got to and then the other thing that I, the really the biggest thing I learned so it's like I, I played it through once as mine and I died fucking real quick because I, I went too fast on my changes and then the second time I played through I was like fuck it Mussolini I'm going to be an asshole and actually that's the one I lasted the longest in before I got assassinated <laughs> and then the la the the one I'm playing through right now I've like been slowly implementing change um but there's no way I'm going to get reelected on it so all in all it's it's one of those where I, I think it's designed to make you realize that all politics is is a game, and it's all kind of bullshit. I think that's kind of its overarching goal, but man, is it fun. Like, to the point where I wish I would have downloaded the expansion packs, because I just got the vanilla Plain Jane cheap-ass version. I, I, I'm probably going to wind up owning all the expansions. Yeah, because, see, th see, those are the ones that were interesting me a lot, cause they, which I think they're still on sa sale till tomorrow, which I'm still deciding on, but it was like... Like there, there's one that takes it like well one there's where it makes it where you, where it's like a little bit more subtle options from what I understand and there then there's the one that takes it to like where you can like do fundamentalism kind of things so you can be like I'm gonna you know institute like a theocracy or something like that or and and then the, then there's the one that takes it to like okay let's go into the future like how how would you know you know robotic you know workers fall, fall into the mix or you know what about global warming things like that so it, it's it's one of those it's one of those fun things where it's it's very cool as a simulation and I like it's fun because it's really lightweight like it doesn't take anything up on your computer but it's just god damn it's it's really really fun and, and apparently there's a there's a, a pretty avid modding community for it as well where they'll do they'll do some really really interesting things like for instance on it um you know you can pick Australia or you can pick 
uh, England, and so you'll actually run it more in the monarchy style, and it's actually they'll they'll mod it to where it makes more sense that way. Because honestly, every one of them I've done, other than the one I did as Canada, <laughs> I've pretty much done them all as America, just because that's where you live. Shit that I know, yeah, and it's shit that I know and care about. <clears throat> but uh, I, I that's the thing I haven't figured out how to game it yet, which I kind of like that you can't. I don't think you can game it yet. See, I mean, I'm see, that was the sure one thing that stopped me from trying was it was like I'm afraid of like what happens once you you know see behind the curtain which granted I guess it is still re- realistic because politics um but yeah man it, it's so if anybody's got an extra bit of, if you've got five or six bucks laying around or whatever it's for sale on Steam man I and you want something that like I, I guess was your least favorite part of SimCity building the city and was your favorite part managing everybody here you go all you do is manage people <laughs> Shit ton of options. It's so much fun. Actually, I think the reason I like it as much as I do is, and one of my favorite parts on like NBA basketball games is whenever you do the GM mode, and then you have to manage your salary cap and your players and their morale and their playing time and the coach. I love those modes. I love those modes. This is this is that, but with shit that I care about even more. So you know, I don't know. I enjoy it. And you know, there is like there is another game franchise that kind of does this though, which I looked at. That's supposed to be like, oh my god. It's so much harder and and so much like so much more realistic, but it's also like something to the effect of like sixty bucks. Oh wow! So it, it's I, I want to say it's uh, I guess the latest one is because because they're doing a, a title above there. It's Geopolitical Simulator Three. So they literally just put hmm. it there. And it's Masters of the World, and it's got like a few DLCs into it, which it's also incredibly cheesy looking. But you actually get you actually kind of see the. I, I think they go as far as like you know having like the UN and stuff like that, and I, I think it does have the concept of where you could there is like a war element and like trade between countries i guess and and things like that so there might be a private sector kind of concept then to it that you okay 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 so here's here's uh here's all the mods you can get like for democracy three there's a corrupt there's a corruption mode uh there's realistic taxation mode there's infrastructure mode there's a deflation sense system mode there's a banking system where it puts a whole lot of emphasis on the gdp um then there's one where you can where it follows the Keynesian model of economics very closely, as in everybody's fallen asleep now, except <laughs> me, who's getting more excited. I know. Um, I can I can see his dick rising into camera focus right now. It's but and then and then they do then they actually do one where there's like where it follows the. Uh, Follows the ideology of fascism, and then there's also other countries they add with certain certain um, like biases in different directions. Uh, like there's Germany, there's Scotland, there's Ireland, there's Greece. I mean, they they add, and then you know there's Department of Education mods, there's sex education mods. I mean, uh, literally, yeah. like uh, disaster and emergency situation stuff. I mean, it's really cool how far, and it's an independent game, so they really really embrace embrace the modding community. So, yeah, which that's is always a good thing, and and they designed it ground up to support it. By the way, there's this is just for you, Cody. There's a link to the one I was trying to tell you about that's supposed to be like super in depth, but also it's, excuse me, it's seventy bucks for like it and all the mod, all all the DLC and shit. And I'm like, Meh, I think I'll I think I'll wait for that to be on sale for under twenty dollars, maybe probably yeah. realistically under probably realistically under fifteen. Like if I can get it for ten bucks, fifteen bucks, maybe. Yeah, I mean that seems like something I'd I'd probably really dig, but 
I mean, I I I like this one a lot, you know. So yeah, yeah, because because you know when I saw it, when I saw it, I'm like one, I'm like, man, Cody will love this, and and because <laughs> it was just kind of like a whim that I clicked on it. I'm like, well, okay, let me see, because it was it was like well, games under ten dollars. Yeah, let me look. Well, the cool thing about this one too is they have it as an educational pack where you can buy it and they'll and like I oh my god, why didn't this exist when I was in fucking school? Because I guarantee you I would have went into political science had this been a way for somebody to explain it to me. Yeah, I mean, like, if, if, if you got this instead of Oregon Trail or something like that? Yeah, I just... I I, I don't know. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you I, off. Well, so, I saw it, and I'm like, man, I didn't realize this was kind of a thing. This interests me a lot. And 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 I almost got it, but I'm like, well, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of afraid of, like, you know, what what like, what like will happen after I've played it too long? Will I, will I understand it too much? But, but then part of me was like, man, is there, like, a bigger version of this and you know this is kind of like a game genre that i didn't even realize existed other than like like kind of like the you know the well you know in civilization you get like this a little bit or stuff like you know i i was really hoping for something that would let me like okay let me test the bounds of what is possible in like rea- reality like almost i want someone to like make a, a real life country simulator but only from the po- political mode is what i is i think what i want so i can be like okay legitimately let's let's see this let, let let's put this down I'm doing this. Here, here's here's my here's my presidential dick. I'm like, see it, see it. Here it is. And and would my ideology work? Would somebody else's ideology work? I I almost want one. It would be a great thing to like have. Like you know, if we could come up with something that was so intricate, like almost every politician would have to play it in order to in order to know what to do, kind of thing. That that's well, kind of I want. Some- and and that's one thing that this has definitely made me do. It's made me. It's okay. Like and I I realize that I live with it, and I I kind of, you know I like this shit so much, and I talk about it, and I don't and I don't realize where I where what my stuff I believe sounds like. Really, until somebody's like, whoa. Because I, I, I know that I'm not exactly on your left or right paradigm. I get that. But the cool thing about it is re is re or you, you try and implement it and you, the biggest thing it taught me is like wow if this is the way that things are structured is uh, so everybody knows Brewer is <laughs> is uh, filleted an invisible phallus right now followed by, and I think he just got jizzed up his nose or something I'm not sure what that that pantomime was but it was uh, enjoyable for me <clears throat> so everybody enjoy envision that while I'm talking but the thing the thing I like about it is it takes something like that and it it really, it makes you put your own, like, because I am so, like, these are my, this is what I believe, and I, I really, truly believe it would work. So if you try and shove all of that at once, all, all they do is freak out. So it's kind of, it's kind of definitely made me open up that way. And then, also, part of me is like, do politics work at all? Is it just a broken system, and we've all just been riding something that doesn't work that well, and we're just, like, you know, 10% effective rate, and we're just keep stacking on top of it? I don't know. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, if only there was the option for the Philosopher King. <laughs> right? No? <laughs> but anyway, I, I guess I guess I definitely enjoy game games that make you think. And this is probably one of the biggest game thinkers I've ever run across, so mm. fully enjoy it. 
Well, there you go. Cody endorses Democracy 3, but not necessarily democracy in general, which I guess you can play it pretty socialist as an option. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much what I've kind of found is just on the vanilla version, because I haven't bought the others, but pretty much what I've found is if you want to be pure socialist, you can. If you want to be, like, go very democratic with it, you can. And, like, you know, and almost if you want to go republic style, where all you take everybody's everybody's opinion and go by all the all the opinion polls, you can do that as well. Um, the the monarchy one, it, I haven't actually messed with it much, but I think that would be an option as well because your cabinet actually does have quite a bit of quite a bit of pool and advice and everything, so you could use them more if you wanted to. Um, but I haven't, you know, I, I feel like it's one of those things where you could always kind of play with whatever you wanted to do. Um, you know, how even handed, how heavy handed do you want to be with it? I mean, you definitely have that option of. Like, at the very least, you can be as liberal as you want or as conservative as you want. So, so there you go. And though, you know, I keep kind of hearing that there might be kind of a bias towards, you know, a, a slightly more, you know, free system, like liberal, liberal-esque system of that on that side. I, I can see it. And some of the stuff I don't see the correlation with, as far as, um, like, you'll establish certain policies, and then it'll, for some reason, will wind up pissing off like liberals or it'll or wind up pissing off like the religious groups and it's like wait a minute all i did was lower the taxation on the roads what is jesus's concern with that ah so, we'll see cody what you didn't what you forgot about that's that's the cult known as the family that's where they're interested uh, in <laughs> that is legitimately a thing is they are they are like well what would jesus have to say about politics oh uh, don't even get rolling on that so but. there there is that as a cult and but you know they also have more culty things like you know you know multiple 12 year old brides kind stuff because uh, jesus <laughs> yeah jesus is right good lord um, uh. but yes if you, if you would like to know what why why that they don't like road taxes look up the family and when you're called the family that sounds very mob like so obviously they're bad guys right no totally like we're gonna make you a prayer that you can't refuse oh <laughs> uh, well <laughs> Brewer, we've been live and nude, sweating on the pole for quite a while now. Uh, any, <laughs> your face when I said that was amazing. <laughs> that's what I was hoping. See, that's the advantage to webcams, isn't it? You get to see all my facial expressions to your, to your stuff as, and, as and I your, relax. And your hand motions, yes. He is, I would just like everybody to know how sprawled out one of your podcast hosts is. He is like auto recliner, pillows far as the eye can see, like microphone stood up like clamp so he doesn't have to move like there if it got any more luxurious he'd just have like half I would be in chairland yeah that's true he would be in chairland but, uh, I, yeah, anyway. and I would like, oh, I almost forgot to put our sponsor plug here in. Um, this, this episode of Borschnang is brought to you by Jerry's Jury Rig in service. Are you tired of electronics built the way, that, built and used the way they're supposed to be? Not at Jerry's Jury Rigging service. Why, there at Jerry's Jury Rigging, they will take any old electronics or appliance and make it fit and functional <laughs> for the situation you need it to be. <laughs> Ah yes, call Jerry for all for all your you know electronic needs that you don't have the electronics to match with. For instance, I've been a proud user of them for a while now. Currently, my you know you may see a lot of professional podcasters with these big mics on big stands that come up over down and you know they can swing them all around. Well. We've also seen professional strippers that have the same kind of moves, but anyway. <laughs> or, or episodes of the Twilight Zone is about nuclear bombs. Anywho, don't worry, I'm going to stop there so I don't have to cut it out this episode. Yeah, good point. Um, 
Well, I'm using a piece of conduit clamped to a chair to hold my microphone at a, at the appropriate distance to my chair. Uh, another another clamp is is holding my webcam supported kind of precariously above above me you know there are cables stretched everywhere because of course you know i'm doing this in a very star trek fashion where cody is very large on my uh big screen tv it, i i feel exactly like captain picard um it's which i've also have now wondered where is the camera that the other people can see you from in star in star trek because that's an issue you're just now you're just now wondering that i mean is it some is, is that part of the sensors do you think it's just like some sort of like 3d projection thing where they're just viewing the because i don't know because it was very hard getting like, well, I need to get the camera somewhere and eye shot where I'm staring at Cody. I'm also looking at my microphone and the camera's in there. So it looks like I'm looking at him, which Cody did not put as much thought and process into his. He's just trying to lure it over me or something with, with his camera placement. Fine. Here, do you want it like the, the jump camera here? Stare at my crotch the rest of the podcast. Is that better? Uh, be, be careful. Mine's in HD. <laughs> uh, You'll be in HD. Oh, shit, son. <laughs> be careful we're, we're we're starting to we're starting to do programming a lot like those people that took over for us that one time <laughs> that is very true we better we better be careful but yes you know there's a chance i may or may not take a picture of my setup because i think it's quite humorous the way it is right now <laughs> i mean there's you know my headphones are more more tape than headphone at this point <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed that. Yeah, I, I caught that. Like, like I have this weird splint to keep it together. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Uh, um, and thank you, Jerry. Yeah, let's see what I'm going to do without Jerry. <laughs> Anywho. Well, I'm not sure how much longer I can keep all this equipment together before it implodes upon itself. So, I guess this is the end of the show. Alright, well, do you have any good words to leave our illustrious listening audience with? Um, well... As Joshua said to his troops, preparing for the eve of battle to take, to take Jericho, he looked upon his flock and said, War, war never changes. Amen. Need more shenanigans in your day? Find them at bspodcast.us, twitter.com slash board shenanigan, our iTunes feed, or at facebook.com slash board shenanigans. Also, Stitcher. I prefer to take it all the way up to your tops, if you know what I'm saying. I don't know what you're saying. There's nothing I find more sensual than the upper forehead region.